we starting then or what? Yeah. <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, I would like to say I've got an intro, but if you watched last week's MotoGP, you'll realise there's not really much going on, it was a bit of a damp squib, that's from a few episodes ago, anyway, we're going to try and brighten up the weekend, and give you some good news about what's going on in the MotoGP world, and the bike world, my name's Sam McCauley, I am your host of the Big Bad Bike Show, and joining me this week is the up north biker Ash Hall. Hello there. And also, we have Chris Moto Chippy. Hello. And this is the first time the three of us have all been recording together. It's the first time in a month, I think. Yeah, it's quite a while. Yes. Yeah. And if, you, if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, his, his intro seemed a little off this week. Yes, it is a little off. I I didn't do anything. I didn't I didn't prep anything for the intro. I just kind of thought I would throw in there. Because I've not been feeling very well, but that'll come in the catch-up. Uh, mm. Right, so if I'll, I'll get I'll get the husbandries out of the way, I'll get the housekeeping as they call it in the podcasting world out of the way. If you're listening on YouTube, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way, you won't miss anything that we post. Should it be a podcast or a video? And if you're on Spotify or Apple, you can rate us, give us five stars, tell us what you think, tell your friends. If you want to get in contact with us, you can get in contact at podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Ash, do you want to tell us what's coming up on the show? Coming up on the show is the all new Who Am I? And this week is my turn. Um, we've got predictions for the MotoGP in Qatar. <laughs> uh, and also on tonight's show, Sam and Chippy want to know what's better. Rossi's 2003 season or Marquez's 2019 season? Yes, we had a little bit of a... Well, it didn't last very long. There was literally like two replies, but we had a slight little bit of a start of a debate going on with that Chepi on Facebook, Yes, didn't we? we did. So we can, carry on we, can, a bit. we can have it out tonight a little bit. Yes. Ooh, have it off. Yeah, we can have it out tonight <laughs> and we can, we can start a debate on that and see if anybody wants to get in touch and give us their views about it. Mm. Uh, yes so but before we do all that we'll have a little bit of a catch up to see what we've all been up to I'll go first I've been doing more DIY which I'm not very good at more painting and decorating which I'm even worse at but I've been doing it anyway and I've got what officially can be declared as now this is quite heavy this is quite bad so prepare yourself because I'm going to give you some bad news here I've got man flu. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I'm on Melemsips. I'm on Melemsips. I've got the yeah. sort of man flu that, you know, when you buy the big bottle of Lucasade, not the normal bottle of Lucasade, but you have to buy the big bottle of Lucasade because I'm not well. Yeah. Feel sorry for me. I've nothing else to catch up on. Oh, yeah, I do. 
I got garage. That's also that's also a thing that happened to me. Oh, so well there's garages. Oh. There's garages around the corner from me. They're about 40, 50 steps away from my back fence. Maybe. Right. Maybe a hundred steps. I don't know. Uh, about 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 a hundred yards away. What do you uh, mean you've you suddenly got a garage? He was renting well, one well, clearly. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Suddenly, I was just walking down the road and then like the sim, somebody just dropped the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there you go. So I've got yeah. a garage, but I've got a garage. But I, so I moved my bike in there, and then I remembered. I got to pull my bike apart next year and 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 strip my bike and rebuild my bike and now yes. I've got garage to do that in. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yay! Uh, YouTube content. <laughs> me destroying oh the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be good actually. Well, I was hey. thinking about what you said, Ash. I might not actually do the YBR. I might just buy it. A crappy old, just about non-runner, and do that. I think that would be the better option. It'd be a good thing to learn well, on, actually. Yes, yes. Why don't, why don't you get learn like how... an old, an old fixer-upper, which is like something a bit more sort of retro, like a Yamaha RD250 or something? Because something that's got a little bit of a retro feel to it, I think, deserves a set of hands that kind of knows what it's doing. So I kind of want to learn what I'm doing first before I start. Giving something some love. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Anyway. Me? What have I been up to? I've um, turned up well, late. Yes, all right. Well, it wasn't actually confirmed, so I'm sorry. It was actually confirmed late. that we were recording tonight, and you turned up Yeah, well, we all know. I don't, I, don't, I don't read the chat, so... Um, yeah, so what have I been up to? Last weekend I wasn't here because I was uh, travelling back from North Yorkshire um, with my new car, which uh, I spoke to Chip Let's about. just correct the fact that you were at North Yorkshire when we were recording. You were there. You just didn't do it. What? No. <laughs> I, I, well, no. You were back just, home. I was knackered. I was, I was back home. I was knackered. I had a headache. I thought I'm not doing it. Mm. So, and to, considering Chippy comes up with utterly stupid reasons not to do well, it. I'm working nights. No, because when you're working days, you don't come on. I'm working days oh, today. I've just I've finished the day up, shift. I've got to get up at four in the morning so I can have a two-hour shower and wank myself silly in it. That's the only reason you're in there. Right, I only shower for half an hour. The rest of the time's cleaning my teeth. The fact that you started that sentence with only. I only shower for half an hour. How can you spend <laughs> half an hour in the shower? Te- Five to ten minutes, if that. No, no, no. That's no, all no, you no. need. I No, scrub every square inch of my body. Well, what do you think I do? Do you think I go in there and just wash my hands and come back out again? You can't do it very thoroughly if you're only in there five minutes. Oh, anyway. No, I, I wash myself very, very thoroughly. <laughs> Sorry, I Anyway. Ahead. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, picked up my new car, which I brought back, um, which has been running very nicely. Um... I've been at Chippy's house yesterday, putting up blinds. He did, he did very well, thank you. Do you I know what? Because you know what's Chippy really can't annoying. do anything by himself. What's really annoying is, right, so I went around, Chippy was at work, so I thought, right, I'll go around, Nicola will know where everything needs to go, which she did. 
but we had to FaceTime him every time something had to go up. A picture, anything. Oh, I don't know if I like it there. Oh, could you put it a bit more further down? I'm like, could you not have just put a day's holiday in and actually taken a day of fucking work and been there? No, I couldn't have done that. And also, I wanted to make sure that everything was straight and level and in exactly the right place. You didn't place. make Otherwise, sure I had enough bloody plasterboard plugs, though, did you? You owe me eight quid, you sod. I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> I'll give you the eight quid. when. In fact, you had a free TV off me. We can c- call it quits. Um, oh, yeah, I'm call it quits. Sh- I'm yeah, just going to start cause... charging you. When, when, we go, when I go put the shed up, I'll just right, charge you have, the same rate. I'll have 50 quid for that TV, then. No, I'll just bring it back. It's a piece of shit. Right, I'll have it back then, I'll sell it. <laughs> £35 anyway. an hour, anyway. Um, yeah, so obviously I had been doing that. And then today I've had a lovely day in Aviemore, which was really, really good. Um, I love Aviemore. Yeah, it's a very, very nice place. Very picturesque, very tranquil. Mm. Got to Did see you go some the reindeer. Went up the mountains and bumped into a couple of YouTubers I've been watching for quite a few years now. Which was very good. It was uh, Craig and Amy from their channel, Kinging It, which is a travel channel. Are they um, going to give us a shout out on their thing? Probably not. No. Well, you shouldn't <laughs> have given them a free shout out. Should have arranged. Well, the thing is, is do, you, do you not think Kinging It doesn't roll off the tongue very well? well obviously, it, it, it doesn't matter because well, they've got it, quite it, a successful yeah, YouTube channel. They do. Yeah. King, King, kinging It just doesn't really work for me. All right. Well, but uh, the they've funny got thing more was, following the nurse. They do, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's done well, so what the fuck do I know? Well, the first video I ever watched of theirs, they just bought this, like, Mercedes, like, old bus, and they've completely converted it into, like, a camper, and it's really well done. And I, when I pulled up in the car park, I was like, oh, my God, that's 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 King It's bus. And then I, at first I thought, oh, maybe it's not. And then I went and actually looked through the, through the window, as you do. You know, because the windows were all open, and I could see it was actually their their camper van. So I went in the cafe, and they were in there, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So yeah, it was quite cool to see some people that I've been watching for the past three years. And in typical Ash fashion, you probably went straight <laughs> up to them. No, hey! I did not. No, I, I did like not. You. Do you know what? I went Can and you got said something. For me? <laughs> What I did was I went and got some food from the cafe and I sat down and I actually had the food and that and then I was, as I was leaving, they were leaving at the same time and I just said, oh, hello, nice to meet you, I watch you quite frequently and they were really lovely, really nice people. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> Chippy, there you well, go. You made, there you go. Just turn off, turn off the podcast, folk, and just go listen to Kingy. Yeah, apparently they're much better than us anyway. <laughs> they're very good. They're very. Good. They've built a bus. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. Well, I've got a bit of sad news. Uh, I won't be here for quite a while from next month. Uh-huh. I'll be away for a few months, so I won't be on for quite a few podcasts. I I think I'm now only missing. Two rounds of or three rounds of the MotoGP season, uh, and then I'm back. So tell us that sad news, then, Chappie. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I won't uh, be here. So I'm afraid you're going to have to run it on your own. Good luck. Uh, with your yes. Own. Yes. Apart yes. from the copy and paste you do on Twitter for news, I pretty much run it on my own anyway, Chappie. Don't I? Well, I, I run it through ChatGPT as well. 
Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> Chat GPT. It's even worse. Mm. I'm going through all these different hairstyles tonight as you talk to me. Because my hair's you know getting long. Do you know what? Like, Chippy, Chippy, you have definitely drank more alcohol than me this year. You sat there drinking a glass of wine right now. Right, right just for context. Just for context for the listeners. Chippy was drinking wine the other night, and now Ash and Chippy are having this little bitch fight as to see who's drank the most this year. And now it's come down to Chippy's like, I've drank 11 glasses of wine this year. He can actually count how many glasses of wine he's had in the entire year. What bollocks. So these two are arguing about who has drank more, and they both sound like fairies. The way yeah, the thing is, Ash I've drinks had more than he lets on. I, uh, no doubt, I, no doubt, no doubt about that. I have no doubt, Ash, that you drank far more than you let on. Because in no, Cyprus, he was pretty much an alcoholic. Not. He was drinking yes, like was. every day. He was drinking was, more than absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, I was drinking. I think I was drinking more than you two put together in Cyprus. I'll agree with yes. you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was like borderline alcoholic in Cyprus. I drank <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> I drank. I used to drink like a bottle and a half of wine a night, and then six beers on top of it. <laughs> I used to drink a lot. I don't know. I don't know how you did that. I don't because I can't. So yes, this is my eleventh drink of the year. It's uh, not though, is it? Well, You're it talking is. Utter shite. Utter anyway, that's all I've really been up to. Drinking, Eleven yeah. drinks. As if, as if you can. Right. So he went to he down. went to that wedding. He went to that wedding. I guarantee you, he wasn't drinking freaking wine. Right. He would have been on the Guinness. So he would have had at least. I reckon, knowing Chippy, he would have he would have slowly drank at least five Guinness. Actually, they only had one Guinness there, and I had that. They had one can of Guinness, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we thought we had like a crate of them, but they only had one." So I had one. So what did you drink after that? Uh, some random beer that I'd never heard of. Well, there you go then. So you and must have had more than 11 and drinks. some whiskey. Shots. And Each one Jaegers. of them shots is a drink. And Jaegers. You've had fucking loads this year. All right, it might be Good slightly more than 11, but it's still it's not more, more than you. Oh, it is. Now the truth's coming out. It might yeah, be slightly more than 11. This is yeah, when we Ash... find out that you're like some sort of closet alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, Ash said the other day, was like, I don't drink anymore. No, and then I he was like drinking two that. days later. No, no Ash, on the, on, uh, so in the group chat, again, for context for the listeners, this came up in our group chat. And the words you read in our group chat yes, was, I, I don't but drink, I was... which, which is... And then, uh, it, it, then was... it changed to, I said I barely drink. Well, <laughs> the thing is, when, we were, when I was saying that, it was kind of when me and Chippy were just doing our tit for tat, and I was just, yeah, I didn't really care what I said at that point. Yes. Yeah. But no, anyway. I had a, I had a, um, a little bit of port this evening, which was quite nice. There we go. Yeah. You've still drank more than me, you utter pranny. Right. Let's carry on with the bikes because we are just talking nonsense about you drinking eleven drinks, which isn't true, and Ashbury yes. drinking. Right. So sorry, folks, if you've if you've tuned in to hear us talk about the most exciting race of the year that happened earlier today. That says Sunday, Sunday the twelfth of November. We're listening to, uh, yeah, it was it was it was tremendously exciting, wasn't it? We'll get oh, yeah. on to that first. Yes, we, first we, we need to go through. Our, first, we need to go through the who am I? Right. So yes. the who am I last week was mine. It was my who am I last week? Ash, did you get the who am I? Do you have any idea who it was? Not Scooby. No. 
Right, so the clues were, I was the first Spaniard to win a 500 Grand Prix in 1992. The second clue was, I was the first Spaniard to win a 500cc championship in 1999. And the third clue was, I retired at the end of 2001 season, having won two world championships. I think one was either 125 or 250, I'm not entirely sure. But the, the answer was Alex Crivier. Oh, and Alex oh Crivier, God, that... Alex Crivier, just for a little bit of extra uh, knowledge, Alex Crivier was one of the Honda fact- Rep- Repsol Honda factory riders in 2001, whenever Valentino Rossi won his first championship. Which mm. I talked about last week, so there was yes, a little bit did. of a... There was a bit of a tenuous clue in there for anybody that wanted to follow the rabbit hole and find the who am I. Because we do that sometimes. Right, this week, it's Ash's turn to do the who am I. It's my turn to do the who am I. Because about ten minutes ago, he didn't have one. (laughs) Yeah, well, I've got one now. So, um, I was born in Northern Ireland on the 25th of November, 1960. I've contested in 23... Isle of Man TT races and I've had five Isle of Man TT wins it's Let's not as obvious as I thought it was going to be yeah is that is that uh, is that two different clues so being in 23 no. TTs well yeah that's two different clues 23 mm-hmm. TTs and five TT ones right yep okay so there's there's your clues any ideas any ideas I'd, yeah, Sam I've got a few names. I, 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 I hadn't narrowed it down yet, but it will come to me, that one. That one will definitely come to me. But mm. it's hard to think about it whilst we're talking and doing the pod, because I kind of <laughs> want to just sit here and start thinking about it, but then that doesn't really work. I just uh, I'll have I'd, a think. I'd pick, one, I'd pick one that Chippy wouldn't have a fucking clue about, because <laughs> he's annoyed me. I've always annoyed you. Mm-hmm. Born in Northern Ireland in 1960. 25th of November, 1960. How old would he be now, then? Right. So that means in the year 2000, he was 40. Right, anyway, we're just going into work. So he was probably racing the TT in the 80s. 90s. The 80s, the 80s. Right, well, if you think you know the answer to that, who am I? and you'd like to get in touch, you can contact us at podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk or you can send us a message on Twitter or get in our Discord. All the information for this stuff will be down below, wherever you're listening, either YouTube or Spotify or Apple. All the info will be there, and the link should be there too. So find one of them, get in contact. If you think you know the answer, and we'll read your name out in the show. That's how it works. Right, I feel a coughing fact coming on. Because I've got a bit of a cold. So I think it's a good time to hand over to Chappie <laughs> to do the news. Um, the news. There isn't any news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had Again. a piece. Hang on, let me just Again. double check my notes. I could, I could have sworn I had a bit of news. You are the worst news guy. Uh, wait. No, I don't, I don't have any news. Right, so we've got a confirmed championship, which we'll get into, so I'm not going to spoil that now, even though we already know who it is. Uh, some confirmed rides for next year. Niccolo Antonelli is moving to World Super Sport. He was in Moto3 a couple of years ago. And then I don't, I don't know what happened to him. He kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, but he'll be in World Super Sport, which would be nice to see. 
Braden Elliott moving up to British Superbikes with uh, Dow Racing Kawasaki. So it'd be good for them to have two bikes on the grid. Mm. Um, and that's kind of it, really. Uh, we've got a bit of silly season, if you want to go into that. May so, as well. Uh, yes, the Repsol Honda that. ride replacing Mark Marquez. Latest rumours, Paul Espargaro going back there. Oh, Obviously he was there for a, a year or two. Uh, and also, this one was mentioned earlier, Luca Marini going to Repsol Honda. Yeah, I heard Surely that. that's very silly. But apparently <laughs> it's his it's his decision to do that. It's not like they're forcing him out. Apparently it's something he's considering doing. Anybody considering leaving a Ducati to go onto a Honda is a tool. I'm sorry, but... But the only thing I can think of is either it's money or it's because he's never going to be the top Ducati rider where he could go to Honda and be the top Honda rider. Yeah, you're not if just they suddenly leaving. become good. Yeah, you're not just you're not just leaving the Ducati because if you think just like what Chappie said there, if you think about it, Ducati will always like I know, Ducati will always be Ducati. If Ducati gets good, all the Ducati bikes will get, get good. If Ducati gets bad, all the Ducati bikes will get bad. But look, uh, look at Marini. He's always going to be you know once you take the Prama bikes and. The, the factory bikes, he's going to be at least fifth in the pecking order, at least. So, mm. he's he's never really going to be in a position where he can win the championship. Uh, very, very unlikely. Whereas if he moves to a different manufacturer, albeit Honda, at least if he's at, if he's in the top step in Honda, once Honda get good, he'll be, like Chappie said, he'll be the top step. He'll be there. He'll be the one reaping the rewards. Mm. It's the only yeah, way he can take, stay, it's the only way I he can take the fight to a championship. Ducati. Because, I mean, Wait. next year, on the Ducatis, he's because probably going to be... a bike. Yeah, but what's he going to achieve on the Ducati? If he stays where if he stays where he's at on the Ducati, what's he going to achieve? What's he going to achieve on the Honda? Except from less places. But remember, Honda and Yamaha are got concessions next year. So if he gets on the Honda and tests next year, and then the following year, 2025, he might come out with a bike. And then 2026, he might come out with a championship winning bike. Whereas if he stays at Ducati... Right. He's just got to stay in the lower in the pecking order. I and if don't you think, think that's what's going to happen, but okay. If you think next year, it, he's going to be probably the lowest ranked Ducati rider because he'll have the Marquez brothers. All right, he might be on par with Alex Marquez, but then you've got Mark Marquez, Bezeki, and then you've got the Pramac riders and the factory riders. He's going to be near the bottom. I think it'd be. Interesting decision if he went there. I think he should stay at VR46, keep doing what he's doing, improve more. I mean, I think he's pretty much guaranteed a seat there because it's his brother's team, isn't it? So. Oh, is it? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, he's Ross's brother. Oh, right, half brother. Oh, Did you not know that? Yeah. I knew he had a half brother, brother so. but I didn't realise it was it was him. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so that's Repsol Honda. The other one. Mentioned this week, Ducati are rumoured to be considering switching Bastianini and Jorge Martin for next year. Although, well, um, I've, I heard that's only if Jorge Martin wins the championship. Yes, but to be fair, Bastianini's done himself a lot of favours this weekend. But I think what Ducati's just done, they because we know that in MotoGP, motor, motorcycle racing, 
although they can ask, but there's no team orders. There's They can't make Bastianini mm. do what they want them to do. However, if they say to him, like, make no mistake, if Jorge Martin wins the championship, he's getting your bike, then it stands in his best interest to help Banyaya. Like, yes. It's in his best interest to help Banyaya as much as he can. Yes. So it's... Jakai's basically just saying, look, that's it. Either help us, if you can, or lose your seat. Mm. It's a good shot. I never even thought of that. You can, yeah, well, you can see Jakai's point of view. Jakai don't want their number one rider riding around in a non-factory bike when they could have him in the factory bike, number mm. one on the red bike, the big sponsors. Yes. yes. But let's let's imagine that does happen, okay? Let's imagine uh, that Jorge Martin goes, wins the championship and goes to the Lenovo factory Ducati. Does that mean that Bastianini is just going to go to the Pramac Ducati? I don't think he'd want that. No, I don't think so he goes to the Pramac Ducati then? What happens with the Pramac Ducati then? Luca Marini. <laughs> Luca, Luca Marini going to Pramac Jakai because that's better for him. Did they ring Jorge Lorenzo or not Jorge? Did they ring uh, what's his face? Johan's Arco and be like, oh mate, oh. we've got another Pramac Jakai for you if you like him back there, right? How did he go from Jorge Lorenzo to Johan Zarco? Because I was going to say Johan Zarco, but I got his name wrong and I said Jorge Lorenzo. I thought you were thinking of Martin. Oh. Well, I don't think they're going to give uh, Bautista a ring after this weekend. Uh, no. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Uh, the only other rumour, the last one, American Racing thinking of dropping Rory Skinner despite him uh, having a two-year contract. I don't see anything wrong with that, to be honest. That's because you didn't watch BSB when he was in it. Yeah, maybe he's not meeting his contract place, like places in his contract. Well, maybe, but I think they'd be uh, a fool to get rid of him. And bear with me just a moment, because I'm just researching something. It does seem a little bit shitty, though. If you've got a two-year contract and you've got a rookie in there, surely you must understand. And when you say rookie, like going from Moto3 to Moto2 makes you a rookie, but you've been riding around the same tracks for the entire time. So when you say rookie, it's somebody that's come from a completely different paddock, riding in British circuits, coming into the world scene. They have to understand that the rider's going to need a good year just to bed in. So, in one sense, like I was playing devil's advocate, in one sense I can see, yes, we, they're entitled to get rid of them, but in another, on the other side of the coin, I'm like, it does seem a little bit shitty. Yes. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. And to well, be fair, I've just had a look. Jake Dixon scored seven points in his first year in Moto2. Roy Skinner's on two. But there's yes. not really a lot of difference. Well, it's uh, 300%, 350% uh, difference. I hate how pedantic you are. <laughs> I <hate laughs> can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, it's still shockingly bad from both riders, put it that way. Yes. Jack Dixon. Well, I, I hope they keep seven points really like first Roy year. Just going back to the silly season, because all this talk about. Uh, Luca Marini maybe going to Honda. What happened to Firmino Aldeguer? He's just dropped off the boil. They're like, no, we don't want him now. Yeah, 
I think Honda have come out and denied that they've had talks with him, but I'm pretty sure he's confirmed that there has been yeah, talks. Yeah, Honda came out and said they did deny it, and then TNT Sports was talking to him, and he was like, yeah, they called me, yeah. <laughs> What's the guy's yeah. name? Puig? Puig? Yeah, Alberto Puig. I'm not a massive fan of him. Uh, Alberto Puig. That's it, yeah. He definitely, yeah, they must have spoke to him. There's no smoke without fire. They must have spoke yes. to him. But I reckon for me and Aldeguer, because he has only 18 and he has fairly new in the Moto 2, I reckon he's probably said, no, with a petrol cost out of the way, I've got a fairly good chance of winning Moto 2 next year. Yeah, that is a good shout. But I was thinking, I don't think any Moto 2 rider should turn down any rider Moto GP. Because I think... It, like look at Iogora, he turned down the uh, LCR Honda, and I still think he'll get it eventually. But I, it's not as guaranteed anymore because he hasn't continued his progress in Moto Two this year anyway. No, I Who don't. No, I don't there? agree with that. I don't agree with what you just said there. No, I don't agree with that. I think for me, Aldeguer is eighteen. He's eighteen. He's got loads of time. He's yeah, 18 he and has. he's just reached... He's, no, no, but that's what I mean. He's 18 he's just reached his peak in Moto2. He's just started winning races. You could argue that Pedro Costas took his foot off the gas a bit because he knows he's already won the championship, but he's just started winning races. If he get, keeps this form up, has a good testing, and then next year goes into Moto2, mm. he'll go unfavourite. Jack Dixon won't be able to touch him. Tony no, Arbolino won't be able to touch him if he's on this form. I mean, yeah, so, if he can keep the so form, he could be. Yeah, he could be. But I mean, yeah, so if I, I was him, I probably would turn it down. But I don't think really many riders should be turning down. I reckon that because I, I was thinking about who has turned yeah. down Moto Two rides. Uh, sorry, Moto GP rides, and what's happened to him. Danny Kent apparently was offered the Pramac ride straight from Moto Three, and he turned that down because the money was better in Moto Two. And now he should have went to Moto GP. He should have. He should have went Moto GP because he had already been in Moto Two and didn't do anything, and then he went back yes. down to Moto Three. So yes. he should have went to Moto, Moto GP. If anything, if anything, he should have just went for the paycheck. Now I know hmm. you say he was getting better money in Moto Two, but that's you know that's at face value straight up. But if he'd have went to Moto GP, that could have yes. opened more doors for him. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Who else was up there with me? It's the sort of thing that not a lot of people do. No, like I say, usually people jump at the chance to go to Moto GP. They don't usually turn it down. I think it depends who you are and how you feel your prospects are in Moto Two. Like if you genuinely think next year I've got a a winning chance in Moto Two. Right, well, we move on then with the show because we're not really getting much more out of this. That was the news. We don't really have any news to talk about. Right, we do have one confirmed championship. It's not exactly it's not exactly groundbreaking news. Everybody knows what we're going to talk about. The confirmed championship. Yes. Chippy, that you didn't mention. Do you want me to go on? Because I'm talking now. Well, you, yeah, you, you may as well carry on with it. So Pedro Costa eventually won the Moto2 title. Shock horror. We didn't know that was going to happen like weeks and weeks ago. But... Fair play to Pedro Costa. He's gone and yeah. he's won the Moto Two title, uh, and he's the first person to have left it. The Red Bull rookies, Moto Three and Moto Two. I think that's partly because 
Red Bull rookies as fairly, inverted commas, new. But more than that, he's the youngest rider ever to win the intermediate class. If I get my wording correct, young chippy. The intermediate class. Yes, yes get it right. Since Danny Pedroza in 2004. Did you see his interview at the end? Yeah. He was he like threw up twice. Pretty much throwing up, wasn't he? Hang <laughs> on a second. Just duck down. Hang on a second. Oh, Jesus. Did 19 uh, riders from the rookies have gone on to win world championships. Mm. Pretty cool. There we go. It obviously works. Mm. Yeah, so Pedro Costa is now the Moto 2 champion. Uh, he has broken records. Red Bull rookies, Moto 3, Moto 2, y- youngest. Intermediate champion since Danny Pedrosa won 250 championship in 2004. He, I think it's 2004. He's smashing all the records. He's going into MotoGP. He might not win much next year, but you have to think that he's going into MotoGP and he's going to be a hot favourite to eventually lift a championship or lift a title. Yeah, you would. You'd hope so. I you? think we've. I've kind of been not. I say collectively, we've kind of been holding our breath for Pedro Costa to get anti MotoGP just to see how good he is, just to see yeah. what he is really like. Because he's riding around so many people. No, I'm just saying he's riding around Moto3 and he's in Moto2 and there's just a little bit, there's just a little niggle in the back of your head that's like, but is everybody else in Moto2 at the standard good enough to be in MotoGP? No, I don't think so. Because who's he racing against? And now I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be, you know, mean or anything. Because obviously they're all fantastically better than any of us when it comes to anything at all. Because we've achieved fuck all in life, and they're racing in the world championship. But anybody else in that championship, I think, would struggle in MotoGP. But Pedro Costa, I can see going into MotoGP and you know making something of it. Yes. I mean, if he wasn't moving up next year, who would you move up, really? I wouldn't move any of them up. I don't think anybody in Moto2 is better than anybody else in MotoGP at the minute, apart you from Paul Espargo. You look at... You look at... Uh, uh, Tony Arbolino. It's a brilliant start mm. to the season. Then he just fell off Just fell off a cliff. Where's yeah. he been the second yeah. half of the season? So, that you, don't, you don't want Vietti somebody as well. that. You want, Hmm. Or Jack Dixon, mm. he's the same. He like he didn't go off to a great start, but then he 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 sort of rose up and started to mount a championship, and then just disappeared again. Just, it all just seemed to get to his head. Or Darren Bender's he got fault, banned apparently. apparently. Just got banned. It was Darren Bender's fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see his crash um, at the weekend? No. Was that the braking problem one? Yeah, he jumped no, off it. He it. had, uh, I think, his brakes failed or something. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put the video in our group of um, of what happened, and then I got an email this morning saying Dorna had reported it and got it taken down. So yeah, Dorna have been in our have... group. <laughs> well, no, Facebook have... have been in our group. Yes, well, it was reported has, by Dorna has... Media. But so. whenever you say reported by Dorna Media, where did you get the video from? I got it from Dorna. I did like a screen record. That's why yeah, that's you naughty, screen recorded it. That's naughty. You can't do that. That's, that's naughty, naughty, <laughs> naughty. Why is that naughty? Like, they posted it. Because it is. Because if they... 
they've not posted it anywhere else other than their own platform, Dorna. No, 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 I'm pretty sure I got that from the TNT site. From TNT Sports, I'm sure I got that from T. Or it might have been Moto T- MotoGP actually. I think it was MotoGP <laughs> app. <laughs> well, why did That's... why did you not just share it then? Why did you screen record it? Well, because I wanted to take the credit for it. No, I uh, I, well, I don't even know because it's easier than it's easier <laughs> to just post it myself rather than posting a link and then people are going to click on the link. They might not have had an. I think. I reckon that Dorn has not been in our account. I reckon that. Facebook or Twitter or whoever, I reckon they've got software technology that can decipher whether a video has been shared properly Probably, or recorded yeah. via video recording. Yes, I, I believe. And just so. to keep the just and just to keep themselves see if they've just went, oh, copyright, naughty, naughty. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, um, Chappie, if you want to be rep, if you want to be a reputable social media you're supposed to send the picture and then you link their man i done that today i i screenshot a picture from pramac racing wrote a little thing about it and then i put it on our page but then i said picture taken from pramac racing and i linked pramac racing so if somebody wants to click on that that takes them to pramac racing so if anything i'm helping the page and our own page at the same time that's right (laughs) yes but going back to Pedro Costa and us, you saying, you know, we're all sort of like holding our breath to see what he does in MotoGP. I think that's because a lot of people see Pedro Costa as the next Marquez. And that's why yeah. it's like, it's been so hyped up all this time because he has, he has been so good, hasn't he? He's class. Is he, is Pedro Costa going to go into MotoGP and smash it? I don't think he'll smash it, but I don't think he'll struggle either. No, yeah, I'm with you on that, yeah. Because they, they, well, they were saying on TV earlier about the jump from Moto3 to Moto2 is bigger than the jump from Moto2 to MotoGP. Apparently, I, yeah. I th- well, they were saying that they think he'll adapt quicker to the MotoGP bike than he did to the Moto2 bike. So I think by the end of the season, he'll be getting wins. Hmm. I or think we'll could. see a win from him next season. I hope we do. I think we maybe get one. Maybe towards the end of the season or one of the tracks that he really excels on. Mm. Maybe, yeah. Yes. Right. Right, well, we move on and just talk about the racing then. Yes, let's do that. I made notes. Right. Did you put them in chat, GPT? No, actually, I didn't, but I should have done. I never even thought to do that. No. No, let's hear what your shit notes sound like without chat GPT. Right. So there's antics on the warm-up lap. Uh, I don't know if either of you two saw this, but everyone was basically at walking pace down the back yeah, straight because nobody wanted to be nobody wanted to be last. Uh, sorry, no, everybody wanted to be last lined up on the grid. They didn't want to be sat there. Um, but it, it looked a bit stupid. But I think there was one. Was it like Ricardo Rossi or Stefano Nepper? They were out front. I felt a bit sorry for them. Uh, but anyway, once the race got started, there was um, a massive crash after David Alonso high-sided uh, and went flying out the championship. Um, Holgado was also taken out in that, so that's the end of his championship hopes. Uh, Marrero, Rossi and Frosato were also involved. It was a nasty uh, pile wasn't it? Mm, yeah, it was quite big. It was... I'm, 
they, I think they were quite lucky, really. That Alonso was, because he sort of darted off to the right, didn't he? Mm. Uh, Jose Antonio Rueda took out Denis Onchu, which was a bit unfortunate, because he sort of lost the bike and almost saved it. Uh, and he also ruined Batelli's race as well. That's all the notes I made. Oh, dear. I didn't mention, actually, who won. Colin Vaya. I thought he had a really good race, actually. It did, but I thought bloody Sasaki was going to get it. <laughs> I thought Vaya was going to let Sasaki win. I thought he might have let him through and tried to get between him and... Was it Messiah that got <laughs> nah. third? Yeah, Messiah, mm. yeah. Yeah, but I, I thought he'd try and get between them, but no, he just took the win, which I'm quite glad he but did. That, mean, that means Sazaki's rookie teammate has went and won a race before he has this season. Yeah. He just can't win a race at all. It's it's pretty much now a two-horse race between them because David Alonso's 41 points off in third. Yeah. He, yeah. So it's a two-horse race, really. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when... Uh, all right. Thingy went across the line. Colin Vire went across the line. Like only a bit of the team celebrated. It's it it almost like you could see they were hoping that he was going to let Sasaki through. Yeah, but a lot of them weren't looking very happy with it. That's, mm. that's five. That's that's five points. That would have taken the championship yeah. to eight points rather than thirteen. So yeah. yeah, you think about. But he's a young. He's a young rider. He's seen his opportunity to win a Moto Three. He's thinking it's coming yeah. to the end of the season. I might not get this chance again. Why shouldn't he? It's his first win, and it's in his rookie season. I would have gone for the win, but the only thing no, I'd have gone for the win. The only thing is, the only thing is, looking at it in retrospect and hindsight. Now, if Suzuki goes out and wins the next two races in Qatar and Spain, and Masia came comes second, Masia still won. Yeah, However, yeah. if Vire had let Suzuki go past. And Suzaki then went out and won both races, and Masia came second in both races. Suzaki would win the championship. So there is consequences to these actions, but it's Moto Three. That's never going to happen. It's not going to happen like that. And Suzaki can't win races anyway. Not this year. Yeah. He always seems to get pipped to the line. Uh, so what happened to me this week was I came downstairs, couldn't sleep, came downstairs. And uh, wanted to watch Moto 3. And I had a bit of a problem with my Virgin box. I was having a bit of a problem with that. I'll not go into it, but it's annoying me. Yeah, I couldn't sleep. Tried to watch Moto 3. Tried to watch it and catch up. And then I wanted to go onto my phone and watch it on the app. And it was just before Moto 2 started. And then I seen on the app that just before I started, it came up, flashed up and says, title hopeful uh, involved in pile-up. And I was like, oh, fuck, who's this? And then as soon as I seen the crash, I just kind of started skipping through it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That was it's it. good race, though. It was a good race. Yeah, it, was. it was probably it was the best race out of the three. Yeah, I'd say it was, yeah. There was lots of Oh, yeah, yeah, front. definitely. Definitely was. Because yeah, Moto 2 definitely. wasn't that definitely great. better than them. No, Moto Two wasn't. Like Moto Two, <sighs> Moto Two hasn't been good for weeks. Moto Two was all right until Abelino got not packed all in places, and it was like ah. <laughs> mm. Yes, but even to regardless, fair, we we knew we knew oh, what the yeah, outcome we, was going to be in this championship. Knew, I, I know, yeah. But Moto Two is always a one championship. It's just like I watch it, but I could take it or leave it. 
I just can't get into it as much as MotoGP and Moto3. I know what you mean. It's like World Super well, Sport. I want to get into it more, but it's it's just I just can't. No, if, if it's a, if it's tight at the top, if it's a tight championship fight, if it's a title fight that's going down to the wire, mm. like I can watch it, I can enjoy it. I do like Moto Two, but it's just like this year, it's just like it's been obvious for weeks. Yes, mm. like. Pedro Costa got in front just before the flyaways, and I think Tony Arbolino was kind of, and his team, they were kind of hoping that, like last year, Pedro Costa would kind of struggle in the flyaways, fall off a bit, and then he mm. could pull it back. But A, Pedro Costa didn't struggle because he's got more experience now and he's more settled in Moto2 and he's got stronger, if anything. And if anybody did fall off the boil, it was Tony Arbolino. So, yeah, yeah it's been obvious for weeks, and that's that kind of spoils the racing a little bit because as Pedro Costa's going out there and this is how I see it Pedro Costa's going out there and as long as Tony Arbolino's behind him he's like well fair enough he's behind me Why do I, I don't hate to push I just hate to beat him mm. do you want to give us a run through of the Moto2 race anyway uh, so my notes say uh, the entire field did well to avoid Gonzalez's bike uh, after his crash on the first lap yeah, that was bad, um, wasn't it? That was bad. And I was expecting someone to, to hit that bike, but they never did, thankfully. Uh, Arbolino made a mistake that ruined his race and extinguished the embers of his championship hopes. Um, That's chat um, GPT. Yeah, that is that definitely... I swear on Arthur's life, that was from my own brain. Uh, <laughs> yes, and Pedro Costa became the championship winner, as we know. So, going yes. back to the crash at the very beginning... Yeah, because yes. he was out front with Gonzalez, wasn't he? Manuel Gonzalez crash. Whose fault do you think that was? I didn't really see it. That, that I saw a replay, but I still didn't get a very good look at it. But I I don't think there was anything malicious from Aldeguer. No, there they are. But they were talking about it like they thought Aldeguer was going to get a penalty. Yeah. I thought that would have been very harsh if he'd have got a penalty. Racing yeah. incident. Yeah, racing. It was Michael Lavery was, was Michael Lavery was like he was saying, "Oh, I thought he definitely could have given him some room there, and he, he definitely seen him." I was like, "Hold on a minute, he's just on his line." If anything, Gonzalez is pulling back and towards him to try and straighten up. But yes, yeah, I just wanted to know what you thought of that because there was a bit of a. But then again, TNT pundits maybe they're just trying to make some controversy out of it because they know that Moto Two this year has been dull. Yes. Yes, I, it's kind of like being the world superbikes of MotoGP. <laughs> I I tweeted Gavin Emma and uh, Neil Hodgson today. I tweeted them both in the same tweet. I just says, "Are you two as bored as you say?" <laughs> <laughs> basically, I just told him you're doing a shit job commenting. But they were they were listening, they were watching the race, and they were basically doing our podcast that we do now. They were talking about Sally season, who's going to go where. Mm. You know, they were yes. talking about uh, what might happen, and you know, and I was like, this is not. You shouldn't be talking about this during a race. This should no. be, you know, like practice build up talk after a race. Yeah, this is during a race. You could. They, they were like basically they were deep in the barrel of stuff to talk about. They're like, we've already talked about this with Susie and the build-up. You know, we need to talk about <laughs> something else. What can we talk about that's motorbike-related? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of the waffle that they go on during practice sessions. There's nothing else to talk about. It was. So MotoGP, there are notes for MotoGP as, it was crap. That's Very it. crap. Yes. Um, there you well, go. <laughs> I've seen the, I've seen the, just read the notes for it here. And um, can I just point out, you've put that, someone's put that Bautista and Laquona are crap, right? Now, Chip, you bitch about Laquona quite a lot. When I think uh, I don't know if it's just because I like him, so that's the reason why you bitch about him. I don't know if that's the reason, but Laquona actually finished higher than Bautista in every race. I have not once on here criticised. You have. Laquona. You have. You have. Do you know what I realise we haven't talked about? What is the sprint race from yesterday? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I've got yeah. that sprint race. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so Lacona, obviously, he's like, he's clearly better than Bautista. I haven't criticised him on here. So it just goes to show it's not always the bike, it's the rider as well. Yes. Mm. But I haven't criticised him on here. You I mean, think- I will criticise him now. I think he is crap. You think Ike Lacona is better than Bautista? Because he finished higher than him in MotoGP. I believe so, yeah. Oh my god, no! In MotoGP, right. yeah. Clearly. No, no, was no, Bautista, not clearly. Was Bautista not on a full factory Ducati? Look, there's, there's, a, there's clearly a difference. The there's, there, right, there's clearly a difference. Bautista, or Ikonokwona, is going in there knowing that if he performs, he may get a chance at a factory ride. That means he's trying. I'm not saying Batista's not, but Ikelakwona is trying. Now, before I go on any further, let me just say, Batista going into MotoGP and finishing last behind a, another rider that actually crashed <laughs> is not a good look for World Superbikes. However, Batista's going in there as a two-times World Superbike champion. He's 37. He's probably in the part of his career where he's ready to retire. The Ducati head bosses said themselves the only reason they were letting him in there was as like a thank you, as like a little gift for him to come in and try a MotoGP bike. He's not pushing the, with the knowledge that if I do well here, I'll get a yeah, MotoGP ride. He knows that. that. He is yeah. just there enjoying it. And he, as a gift for him, it was like a gift. So he's probably going in there thinking, the last thing I want to do is crash this bike because that's just, you know, that'll just like, Fuck you and your bike. Nah, I expected him e- to Ike be Lacona, higher than that. Ike Lacona's going in there and trying. And Ike Lacona's done... He's been in MotoGP more this year and he's been in World Superbikes. So he's, he has. He's, he's, yeah. he's more comfortable with the bike than what, than what Batista is. Now, again, Batista's result, I think, was shocking. I think he should have done better than that. Yeah. I genuinely thought he would get in the points, at least. Well, you thought he would win the sprint. <laughs> I knew he would never win the sprint, but... Can I just say as well, uh, (laughs) Bautista did a a test session earlier in the season. I'm pretty sure his times would have been like sort of sixth in that race of wherever they were race, uh, wherever they were testing. So he was fast in that test session, but it's just I think it was more the setup. They didn't have the setup this weekend. Uh -uh. They didn't get the setup right at all, and you just couldn't get a feeling for it. A hell of a lot higher than that. I would I have did. expected I him to be in front of Ikea Laquona. Laquona's awful. He's not awful. He is. 
like it. Well, I would I would have expected Batista to be in front of Mark Marquez in the sprint race because Mark Marquez crashed and came off and remounted and still managed to beat him. In <laughs> yeah. fact, the, the only person he didn't beat was Joanne Mir, who crashed and remounted. But I think he remounted maybe a lap behind. I, mean, I think he maybe went into the pits and then thought, oh, I'll just go out anyway. Mm. That's the only person he beat. And also, Laquona was, was a full-time a rider in MotoGP more recently than Bautista. However, I know we've kind of messed out the sprint. We can go back and talk about that in a bit. But however, because we're talking about Bautista now, all Laquona, Bautista talk aside, just Bautista now, it was shocking, wasn't it? The world yeah. superbike champion goes in a factory bike. I know you can say set up and blah blah blah. And now he's I've seen on the internet he's he's saying oh niggly injury held me back. Oh now it's now you're injured. <laughs> now now everything I just said I stand by. Batista's maybe walking in there thinking I don't care. I just want to have a nice time in the bike. I'm not pushing. Nothing's going to come of this. He knows nothing's going to come of it. He's just there to enjoy the MotoGP bike as a thank you. However. World Superbike Champion, world two times World Superbike Champion. It just shows you the massive gulf between it, the yeah. huge gulf between these riders. Like, let's be honest, Batista wasn't exactly setting the world on fire when he was in MotoGP. No, I think no. I think that's something like his one hundred and fifty ninth MotoGP ride. Yeah, but I think that's what shocked me the most when Bautista did go to World Superbikes. And how good he was, considering he just he he, he never massively did anything in MotoGP. But yeah, do you think then I, if someone like Tijian Antonio, if if someone like him went to World Supers, do you think he'd just dominate it or at least be winning races? I don't. No, no, no. I don't think do everybody think? would do it. Different bike though, isn't it? Andrea Iannone will be a good shout this this year or next year to see how he does. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Because he spent it? a long time. Now he's been he's been off the bike for a few years, obviously, but he's still riding bikes. He's still going to track days and test sessions of his own esteem, and he's probably mm. got a lot of friends in the bike world. So I would imagine he's still bike fit. He just needs to get race fit. But that'll be a good good indicator there because he's obviously good enough to ride in MotoGP. But then so yeah. Danilo Petrucci, and he's not really had a great season. Yeah, that's true. But let's go down the MotoGP riders, go down them all, <clears throat> and from top to bottom, and think about who could go to World Superbikes. Like Mark Marquez, he'd go to World Superbikes and absolutely make man's meat of them. Of course he would. I think Morbidelli would. You. I think Morbidelli, decent rider, yeah. Right. And they are Bastianini, uh <clears throat> Luca Marini, I'm not sure. Mm. Maybe. Prabinder. Mm. He'd be good at World Yeah, I think he'd be good. Jack Miller. Jack Miller, Jack I think he'd be good, good. Yeah, I yeah. I think he should go to World Supers and then leave the ride there for Pedro. Mm. That's why if he goes to World Superbikes, like if he goes to World Superbikes, I think I think Jack Miller could do something at World Superbikes. Yeah. And the thing is, if he if he expressed an interest to go to World Superbikes, I think every bike in the 
Paddock would want them. Do I talk quickly about the sprint before we move on? Yes. I haven't written any notes and I'm struggling to remember what happened. Right, let me have a who look. Won? Right, results. Um, who was it? God, won? we're good at this, aren't we? Oh, who won? Oh, Alex Marquez won, you numpty. Oh, of course yes. he did, yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember now, yeah. Who came second? Oh. Jorge Martin. Oh. Jorge Martin came second. Banyai came third, Bastianini came fourth, Brad Bander came fifth, fifth, Jack Miller sixth, Marco Bozzecki seventh, Johan Zarko eighth, Luca Marini ninth, and Maverick Vignali's tenth. So earlier when you were like, oh, I think Luca Marini should stay in VR46 and do what he's doing, coming ninth and tenth this week. That's where he came, ninth in the sprint and tenth in he's the race. He's had all yeah, the good should, races this season. He, he should stay really. there and keep coming ninth and tenth. Yes. He's had what a couple of podiums. I think Has he's he won a race. Staying, he's better. No, he's better off him staying. Well, he's an eighth. He's an eighth, and the and the championship. And, and if he's on he's Honda, which, he'll be in bloody sixteenth. Which Ducatis are lower than him? Is it just Digian Antonio? Alex Marquez is lower than him. Is he? I thought he'd have been yeah. above him. Alex but I suppose he's only had sprint wins. Alex Mar- he? He's had a few crashes this year as Alex, though. Dijan Antonio, Enea Bastianini. But Enea Bastianini missed half the... Yeah, he did. Mm. Danilo Petrucci, but he's not really a MotoGP rider. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's eighth, though. He's eighth in the championship. Hmm. He's just in front of Quattararo. Quattararo is only 15 points behind him. He could get ahead of him. Now, going at the start of the season... Going at the start of the season and seeing what the Yamahas were like, could you imagine that Quattararo would be racing against Luca Marini for eighth in the championship? Although Yamahas have been better... Recently, the last few weeks, they've been they've definitely picked up. Forgotten who they've picked up. Yeah, they're still they're not good, but they're they're not as bad. Yeah. Hopefully, next season with the um, concessions and stuff, that should be. Hopefully, make Quattararo finish. Quattararo finished fifth in the race this week. He did a he had a good result. Yeah. You like Quattararo, don't you, Ash? I do, actually. And you like Alex so Rins, like who, and they're, they're going to be teammates next year. Who would you rather see as... Alex If Rins. one of them was to... Would you? Mm. If one of them was going to win a world championship, you'd say Alex Rins. Yeah. Fair enough. I like Alex Rins. You like such random Quattararo's. Quattararo's a better rider, though. Much better rider. Mm. Uh, right, so the sprint race. Yeah, the sprint race took off. Alex Marquez had the pace from the very beginning. It looked like he was always going to win the race. Uh, mm. He's determined to get to the front. And was there a bit of a fight between Martin and Banyaya for a while before Martin comfortably got second and Banyaya got third? Oh, God. I'm trying to bloody remember. I- 
Oh no, I can't, I can't remember. Really remember either. No, can't remember much about it to be honest. We should have made notes. <laughs> yeah, but at the start, but seeing Martin finish in front of Banyaya with that race, I thought this is it. Martin's going to keep this up. He's going to keep the pressure up. Mm. But no, <laughs> but no, he doesn't. Did not. He got up. He got off to a bad start in the race, didn't he? You think of uh, you think of Martina had got a better start and got to the front because with the whole, you know, there's a lot of talk about tire pressures this week and heat of the tires, and you've only got so yeah. many laps before there's only so many laps to try and pass somebody before your tires are gonna, you know, not collapse, but before you're gonna run out of opportunity. So if you'd have got a better start, and got to the front rather than having to try and. Yeah. Yes, I mean it was very hot. It was ridiculously hot that track. It was, yeah. Apparently so, so really... yeah. Yeah, tires were always going to struggle. Thrown up. Mm. Do you think that was down to the heat? <clears throat> I think so. Dehydration, probably. I, I think it was partly the heat. I think it was the whole, uh, the significance of what's just happened. I think he was trying to hold it all in. For weeks, up performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> Before I get done for like slander or whatever. Donna, come tell him off again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he said in his interview, he says, "I'm not going to cry. I'm going to try and not going to cry in live TV and and three up." <laughs> I think I would have rather cried than thrown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I made a tweet about that as well. I was like, get that man a bucket, then a beer, then another bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get drunk. Right, anyway, as you can see, as, or as you can hear, because you can't see a podcast because we don't do it live on YouTube yet, but as you can hear, we've not really paid much attention to the racing this week because it was a little bit pants. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit, wasn't it? And do you know what annoyed me? Did you watch it in TNT Sports? Um, yes. Yes. For the first, I'd say for the first ten laps, they showed nothing but either Martin or Banyaya. And I was like, hold on a minute. Bastianini's out front. Alex Marquez is second. And, you know, there's probably races going on behind them. And you just keep showing these two riders and they're not even doing anything. Mm. Yeah, they seem to be doing that more and more. I know it's building up to, like, there is only 14 points in the championship it's tremendously exciting and like you imagine if that had been the last race of the season there's no way Jorge Martin tyres or not would have let that go so yes. whereas this time I thought you know what there's no point in risking it and ruining your tyres and coming 10th or coming off let's just take the points like, I, yes. like I've I've put on our Facebook I've said it if Jorge Martin goes out and wins the sprint and the race next week and then runs the sprint and the race in Spain, regardless of where Banyaya finishes, Jorge Martin will be champion. He just needs to do a couple of doubles. He's done the double before. He can do the double. Yes. Double bubble. And I guess um, that'll bring us on to our... No. Well, sorry, no, the final thing I was going to mention was there was uh, five riders with sanctions uh, after the race for tyre pressure infringements. Um, So there's Pekka Bangnaya, Luca Marini, Bautista, Laquona, 
and I didn't get who the other one was. But that's quite bad. But yeah, I'm pretty sure like in BSB, if you have any tire pressure problems, it's like instantly disqualified. But I think they've just got warnings. All right. But yeah, I just thought that was worth mentioning. So what? Are they not going to like lose points or track possessions at Qatar or anything? I think if they do it again, if they caught again, then they'll get penalties. No, and stuff. naughty, naughty. Yeah. Penalties. Anyway. Right. Will we go on to our predictions for next week? Yes. Yes, let's do that. Right. You two are so predictable. What? You're so predictable in your predictions, especially Ash. Well, I was the last to pick. I have picked mine based on who goes well around Qatar and Mar- Mar- Jorge Martin goes well around Qatar. Yeah. Who did you pick, Ash? I so now Maya. we know I've picked Jorge Martin for the sprint race yes. and the feature race. Yes. <laughs> I well, I've picked Naya for the sprint. I've gone with Bastianini for the sprint. And can I just say, I put that before I saw he had a race win today. I put wow. that based on his performance yesterday. I didn't see that, so I don't believe that. Well, because you don't go on the dock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the main race, I've picked Bagnaya, which I know is a bit predictable. Oh, so predictable! Oh, it's so predictable! Yeah. I've gone with Bezeki. Who have you gone for a Moto2? I've stuck with the trend that's been happening recently. I think Firmino Aldeguer will do it again. Because he's just mopping them up now. Partly because I think Pedro Acosta doesn't care. He's already won the championship. Oh, Chippies is funny. Mm. <laughs> well, I've gone with Alonso Lopez because I think he's got points. Before or after he, he does a Gran Turismo into another rider. <laughs> well, I think because he's teammates with Aldeguer and Aldeguer's sort of showing him up lately, I think he's going to now have a point to prove. And I think mm. he, he could have a good result in Qatar. That's my theory. Oh, Who have you gone with, he could, he could just Pedro Costa. He could just as easily not. <laughs> Pedro Costa's going to win. Simple as that. Boring. What a boring prediction. It's going it's to be right, though. Who have, you got, who have you gone for in Moto3? I've gone for Holgado. Why not? Because <laughs> he hasn't won a race in weeks. Yeah, well, <laughs> might be his time. Like how Chippy yeah, changed maybe. his uh, option there quite quickly. Yeah, I've changed oh, all right. It changed now. it again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was originally Alonso, then I changed it to Messier. I've now just changed it to Denis Onchu. Mm. I am um, keeping mine with Suzaki. I think Colin Vire, similar to you in Moto 2, I think now Colin Vire's won a race. Suzaki has to pull his finger out and prove. Yeah. I'm top dog in this, and I've got and I've got a championship to win. Yes. Uh, do you know what? Right. Even though you've obviously picked Suzaki and I couldn't pick him because you picked him first, I do hope he wins a race. Yeah, I hope yeah. he wins a race that I pick. <laughs> <laughs> Not that would be funny. Have we got anything else to talk about? Have we got anything else to go on about in the show? 
yes, we got our little argument with uh, who had the better season. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, so let me let me put this under context for the listeners, right? If anybody is still listening, and if anybody else isn't listening, let me put this under context for you, two of you, even though I'm pretty sure Ash will agree with me anyway. Yeah, of course he will. He likes Valentina Rossi. Right. Where is... It's on our group chat, isn't it? So, let yes. me find the... Oh, it's on our... It's not on our group chat. It's on our Facebook page. The Big Bad yeah, on, BS. On the group. If you'd like to see what we're talking... If you'd like to see what we're talking about, go on to Facebook, go on to the Big Bad BS, join our group, and then you can see what we're about to talk about because it's on there. I right. can't even wait on Ross. this anyway. Why not? Because I wasn't watching MotoGP in 2003. So you can still have an opinion okay. on it. Well, right, neither so was Chappie, so, but he's still no, really arguing. Like... <clears throat> Alright. Right. Why don't you listen to I, the facts? You'll agree I with me under... anyway. If you weren't... <laughs> Watching MotoGP in 2003, I don't understand why you so vehemently, so strongly argued that Valentino Rossi's the goat when you weren't even watching him in his prime. Because he's a because sheep. He is. Bah. Right, anyway. Bah. Right, here we go. Here's Valentino Rossi's 2003 championship standings, right? First, second, first, second. First, second, third, third, second, first, 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 second, first, first, first. Right, now can I go through Mark Marquez's? It is incredible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go through Mark Marquez's. Right. Second, first, DNF. First, first. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's go back to that. What was that in America? What happened in America? What happened? Right, he got a DNF in America. So he had one DNF all season. But apart from from that, he didn't finish lower than second all season. So he had second first DNF. Now listen, first first, second first, second first first, second second, first first, first first first, second first. But he had a DNF, Chippy. I would... He had one DNF. He had a DNF, Chippy. He didn't have any third. Rossi had two thirds. No, but... Rossi had two thirds, but he didn't have a DNF. Right, like, come okay, on, this a is DNF. My, this is my next argument. Marquez won 63.16% of the races that he, he entered. Rossi won 56.25% of his. So Ross, uh, Marquez yes, had a better Ro- win rate. Yes, but Rossi also finished 100% of his races. He did. Shut up, Ash. You won't even and watch a MotoGP battle. Okay. And <laughs> I don't need to with the statistics you just told me. And then I know I'm you're going to you percentages. Is... Go on, then. I know you're going to percentages. But in 2019, there was, what, 16 races? How many? 1, 2, 3, I 4, think it was 5, 18 6, or 19. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And in. Rossi's year, 2000... Yeah, but it's still a percentage, one, it doesn't two, matter. Three. It's a percentage. Yeah, but if he had 
he had three races less, so like he had one, two, three, four, yeah, five, six. But it's still seven, a percentage. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Doesn't matter. Yes, but if there had a if there had been three other races and Rossi had won them three races, his percentage would have been higher. So my yeah. point it still wouldn't has, have been sixty three percent. Mark Marquez would have had DNF. Actually, one or three is. I don't. No, it would it have been have. the same because Valentino Rossi. No, how many firsts has Marquez got in that? Like, count the firsts. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Right, count the firsts in the Rossi year. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Right, so he's three short. So if there's three more races and Valentino Rossi won all three, the percentages <laughs> would be the same. Okay, but he might not have won all three. He might have come second in at least one of them. Yeah, he might have. But right, let's look at the percentages for DNFs. How many DNFs did Valentino Rossi have? <laughs> None. Mark Marquez had the DNF. Look, you can say whatever you want, but that is a massive black spot and that and that championship. That over was the, the greatest season, championship ever. No, it's no, it's not. The fact no, that he's listen, got a DNF completely spoils I've, it. I've I would rather have a third for you. place. Over the season, Marquez had an average finishing position of 1.26. Rossi was 1.5. So therefore, Marquez had a better position. No. Again, again, you're using these averages. If you add three more races on there and Valentino Rossi wins them three no. races, his averages are average. going to go up. Yeah, but I'm averaging <coughs> yeah, it over 19 more- races. No, if there was three more races and Valentino Rossi won them races, his averages no. would go up. No. Yeah. No. Right, well, I've got... Let's I've agree got to who disagree. Was, who was Mark Marquez racing against in 2019? He was racing uh, against... Off the top of my head, Ma- Ma- Dovey. Ma- yeah, Dovey, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, who Petrucci. else was racing then? Petrucci, Dovi, Petrucci, Mir, Renz, Paul Spagaro, Rossi, Darko, Crutchlow, <laughs> Banya. Oh yeah, Rossi, Rossi yeah, in Rossi. 2019. He was a dinosaur in 2019. Oh yeah, yeah, but, but head to head, man. over. I don't want to get into a whole Rossi versus Marquez episode, but over the seasons that they've raced, Marquez won six championships. <laughs> And Rossi won none. Head to yeah, head, it's 6 0 to Marquez. The, the seasons that they raced, you wouldn't expect Rossi to win because he was on his way out. He could have. Mark Marquez should be thankful that Valentino Rossi stuck around to allow him to beat him because he I could don't, have just No, retired. I don't agree with that. It was Hang the on, alien saying, period. Yeah, when when how, Marquez was winning the championships, it was the alien era. Think of the riders that were in yes. there. Yes, and he beat them all every year, apart from one. How many championships did Marquez win? So far, he's won well, eight, but he hasn't finished. And how, yet. And how, how many is how many did Rossi win? Nine. How many does Agostini well, win? No, right. So Rossi is better than Marquez. End of. No, I, yeah, I don't care who won more championships or what. I just want to get to the bottom of who had the better championship. 2019 Marquez. You can't count that, Ash, because Marquez is still racing. Yeah, but he's not going to win another championship. I think he will. I don't think he will. Do I I hear who Valentino Rossi was racing against in 2003? He was racing against Nicky Hayden, who went on to win a championship. 
Nicky Hayden, Seti Juvenile, Troy Bayless, Kenny Roberts Jr., uh, Max Was Biaggi. Stoner? Was he around then? No, he wasn't. He wasn't there at that time. Huh. Uh, I think he turned up later. Uh, Max Biaggi, Carlos Checa, Marco Melandri. All these riders went on to win World Superbike Championships. Do you know why they went to win Superbike Championships? Because they couldn't beat Valentino Rossi. The only way they could win a championship was to leave. And Max Biaggi was arguably, this is another argument we could have, but Max Biaggi was arguably the best rider never to win a Premier Class. Why don't we have a look at the 2013 season and see who Marquez beat in his rookie year? So... Lorenzo, Pedrosa, Rossi, Pretzlo, Bautista, Dovi, Nicky Hayden, Iannone. That's not the argument I have, though. There's so much quality there. Yes, I agree. We're not going to have that argument. We're not going to have that argument because that's one that obviously Mark Marquez will win. Well, you you could say that, but you also have to look at the fact that Valentino Rossi, if you do want to start opening that door, that's just one that Valentino Rossi will always have. A, he won it when he wasn't on a factory bike. B, he won it in multiple manufacturers. Well, give it next year when Marquez wins it on a satellite Ducati. He's won nine. Now you keep you keep saying wishful thinking. I honestly think this is wishful thinking from you. I I don't think it'll happen next year. Not next year. The year after. I don't think but come on! After in his rookie he'll, year, he's never going to have another championship. He's Wait, not going to win another rookie year. In his rookie year, when he beat Lorenzo Pedrosa, oh no! Rookie year. Okay. Yes, he beat Lorenzo Pedrosa, Rossi, Bautista, Dobby, yes. Nicky yes. Hayden. But he was, but he was really, really hungry then, and he wasn't. And I know it's it was a while ago, but he still as. He's been injured. He's had surgery four times in his arm. He can't oh, ride the way he used to. And the way, and the way he's he used to back. ride was he put. Uh, look, he might be coming back, and he might be doing slightly better than he's doing at the minute in the Honda. But I very, very much doubt he's going to win the championship. Nah, I don't think he is. I think he's going to do not next year. Nah, the year I, after. I think he'll do one year at Ducati. And if he hasn't got it, he's just going to leave. He's going to retire. Nah. I right, think going, back, do... going back to going back to our little argument. Can you not understand why? Looking down the list of all them firsts and seconds, how dirty that DNF looks. A big dirty DNF. Just <laughs> I agree. The, the DNF doesn't look great. Was that when his engine blew up? No, he came off. Didn't he come off like three times or no, twice in that race or something? Shock. <laughs> Such a shock. Well, we can't really ask Ash because Ash will just say that Valentino Rossi had the better year because he's a Rossi super fan, even though he knows nothing about him. Well, at the end of the day, he didn't have a DNF chippy, so. And like Sam says, Mark has had three extra races. <laughs> So, on average, he scored more points per race. Yeah, but he's going to have more of a chance to build his averages because he's got more races. Yeah, but he's also, at the same time, got more of a chance of messing it up because he's got more races. 
Yes, and that's something we'll never know because them three races <laughs> never happened in 2003. Yeah. We'll never know that. And that's why it's so difficult to decide who had the better year. Valentino Rossi, 2003. Mark Marquez, 2019. I mean, you how could about, also argue 2019. How could about also say 2019. Mark Marquez. Sorry, carry on. No, I'll put a poll. Right, I'll do it. I'll put a poll on Spotify. Uh, whenever I post it out, I'll put a poll. Who had the better year? Mark Marquez in 2019. Or Valentino Rossi in 2003. But the only people that's going to answer that poll chap is me and you. And maybe Ash. And Ash will pick Valentino Rossi. <laughs> well, why don't we do it? I'll tell you what. We'll do it on the group. On the Facebook group. And we'll ban all three of us from answering it. And as well as banning all three of us from You're not allowed to go on and coerce your little friends. Oh, please. Yeah, no. that's what he'll do. He'll be, be there what at work. I'll do? That's what Ash. you do. Nah, Ash. you'll be at work. Ash. Ash, get to fuck. Because the last time we were, last time we were having an argument, there was random people coming on, saying all, saying all <laughs> sorts of shit. Because you were like, "Oh, please come on and defend me," because I'm a stupid cunt and done something stupid. But I want to look like I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, you'll well, be on there. Oh, please come on and pack my man. It was you that did something wrong. Well, obviously it not. wasn't. I didn't it was do you. Wrong. You did. It was you, Ash. No. Well, did you see the result this morning before you watched it? Because I posted it this morning as well. I do you know or what? You I thought? actually, I actually went onto Facebook and uh, before I watched the MotoGP, and I seen there was a big Bob Bikes link, and I thought, oh, I'll just click on it. And as I clicked on it, I clicked, and then I kind of went, and looked away because I thought, oh shit, what if someone's put the result up? And it Why would you go on Facebook when you haven't seen the race? Because it's just habit. I delete yeah, the app so I don't accidentally go on it. Well, that's a bit too. That's a bit too far. Deleting the app. Well, no, I either move it Do to a folder where delete- I never go into, uh, or I remove it from my home screen, so I have to search for it to find it. So you don't delete the app. You were lying. I don't delete it completely from my phone. No, I don't delete it <sighs> completely from my phone. I delete it from my home screen, so I can't just click on it. I've got to put a shed up this prick next weekend. I'm really not looking forward to it. Right. I can't I've got believe feed you next weekend. The plasterboard fixing was. I'm oh, sorry, no. I don't do DIY. Oh, God, that was all. That was so. I was sat there with six plasterboard fixings. I had about 50 things to put on the walls. Well, oh. you told me to buy them plasterboard fixings. Yes, but you need more. They're not just multiply. You bought, so you actually went out and bought plasterboard fixings and you bought six. <laughs> no so what happened was when he was obviously when was it it was when you were moving in we were moving him into how into his house and we yes. bought he, well i we went to b&q we ended up getting some a bag of plasterboard fixings so just get them ones cool yeah groovy obviously i've used plasterboard fixings did you just expect them to start reproducing in well, the back i'd expect you to say oh by the way i need more plasterboard fixings or you had them at your house. Count how many you've got. Look at I how, know much how many you needed. I don't know how many you needed. Cheppy, you are stupid. really fucking useless, man. You are useless. Can you not even when, put a picture up? When it but comes to DIY, yes, I am useless. You can't putting a patch. Putting a picture up is not DIY, mate. Come on, it's not DIY. It's I can't do up. it. You, you drill or screw a plastic. I haven't got a drill. Well, it's a plasterboard fix. You don't need a drill. You just screw the plasterboard fix in them. 
<laughs> I'd mess it up, honestly, I would. My wall would fall down. You are so pathetic. And the, you know, yes, and, you know, I know even, I'm not very good at DIY. No, it's even more you, annoying. You as, refuse to learn. Yeah, you're well, not even trying. That's a problem. You're not even trying. You won't learn anything if you don't try. I put a, a toilet roll holder together the other week. What would you do if I just out, outright just went, do you know what, I'm not fucking helping you anymore? What would you do? I don't know. I'd probably have to pay somebody or something. No, you'd you'd go on YouTube and you'd figure it out for yourself because you no, wouldn't, no, no, I you'd wouldn't be too risk tight it. to pay somebody. I wouldn't risk it. I'm not tight. I don't know where this reputation's come you from. Are I'm not tight. tight. You are. You are anyway, tight. If you, if you want to put pictures up, you can use them command picture hanging things. You don't need to. Yeah, I'd probably use them. I'd use like sticky things or sellotape or something. He'd be trying to hang his TV on the wall with fucking command strips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me me telly's broken, ringing up command strips like, oh, yeah, I used it. Uh, No, what he'll do is he would go buy a tube of no more nails and cocoon it on the back of his telly and stick it on the wall. Yeah, and, then he'd, some sort of super and then his glue. TV would fall on the floor and smash, and he'd ring up no more nails and complain that it doesn't work. <laughs> Probably. That's what you'd do. That's um, that's something I have to do in the next couple of weeks, mount my TV on the wall. Oh, I did that in the Which last house. Really... It took a while. So, no, you didn't. Really I mounted your last TV on the wall, Chippy. Stop lying. I've got it on a stand now. I couldn't be bothered doing that again. Mine's on a stand, and to be honest, if it goes in the wall, I'm only going to lift it by about two or three feet. I'm not going to put it back. So I don't know if well, I can thing, be arsed. Just it, the thing is, is it's all right having it on the wall, but you still need like a stand to put like your PlayStation and your Skybox and all that sort of stuff on there. So you may as well just have a normal TV stand, just put your TV on the top of it. And you need a pretty big stand to put a PlayStation on because that's a fucking big, ugly looking console. That he's had to yeah, lay it down. I noticed. It's not the prettiest thing, is it? No. It's not. And somehow they made it worse. They're like, oh, we're going to make a slim. And it looks even worse. <laughs> I haven't seen the slim. I'll have to have a look at that. Mm. Right. We have talked right. bikes and there's not much else to talk about. So I guess we're just going to have to call it quits in this show. Yes, yeah. and say that I won that argument. But yes. right. No, absolutely Goodbye. not. No, absolutely not. You did not win the argument, Chippy. Well, we'll see on the uh, on the group anyway. But everyone's yeah. just going to say Rossi because everybody loves Rossi. I and think hates Marcus. I think I think <laughs> that's argument. The only I think the only way we can come to some conclusion about that argument is basically just compare it to Mark Marquez's uh, Circuit of the Americas, or maybe it was uh, Laguna Seca. But anyway, the American Round 2019. That's the only way you can compare that argument. Did not finish. And on that note, I think it's time to say (laughs) goodbye. Up North Biker. See you later. Moto Chippy. Goodbye. And unlike Mark Marquez in America in 2019, we are going to finish. Goodbye, folks. (laughs) 